Marks and Reese, we're back. John Marks, Ike Reese, Jack Fritz with his top five of five coming up here in just one second. I want to give a shout out to the Upper Moreland girls basketball team. They're in the state playoffs today. Right All now, right. Mike Reese. All right. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go. Up more. What's the mascot? Uh, the Golden Bears. Let's go, Golden Bears. Is it Lady Bears? <laughs> Is there a lot of Golden Bears in the uh, Willow Grove area? Yes, there's uh, there's many. <laughs> you can't get it. They're all over the place, Jack. They're taking on Bethlehem Catholic currently right now, I believe. So, go UM. I'm going to make sure I gave them a shout out. Michigan? UM? <laughs> they them too. When you think of UMs, do you think of Michigan first or Upper Moreland? <laughs> Upper, 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 upper yes, Moreland, yes. yes. Absolutely. Who do I think of? I think of Upper Moreland. I certainly don't think of Michigan. That's for sure. UM. Hashtag. Um, uh, quickly, before we get to uh, to the top five of five, I guess Rich Eisen came back from the um, Rich Eisen came back from the combine with a lot of stories. I saw this earlier today. Philip Rivers is sniffing around about coming back and playing. And he, at the end of last year, he was ta- he was talking to some clubs about possibly coming back last year and playing. Well, I guess that would continue to be the case this year. And, Jack, and I didn't see this, so I want you, you to, to say exactly yes. what it was. Well, according, according to Rich Eisen, Tom Brady might not be done after all. Wow. And and folks around the combine said, uh, keep an eye on Miami. And there was a report on Friday that they were looking to move on possibly from Tua. Right. Mm. He tried to go there last year. Sure. Like well, it's, Dan- it's believable. Yeah, well, he gets Waddle and, uh, you know, Tyreek Hill? Yeah, but he still stinks. So that like that's not going to change. If he can't get the ball to to Tyreek Hill and waddle down the field, he's still throwing a bunch of dink and dunk throws and hoping that these small receivers can somehow run over everybody or run past everybody to get to the um to get to the end zone. I honestly, I just I mean, if he wants to play, sure, go ahead and play. You know, you already lost your family. So, you know, I thought it was Stupid to retire after you lost your family in the first place. Yeah, yeah. Like that, I, thought I mean, if that were the case, you may as well just. Why, why didn't you stay retired? Yeah, you should have just stayed retired. Hey, had a had a, had a not so great season. They didn't make the playoffs. He had to retire. Oh no, they made the playoffs. They won the division. Did they? No, yeah. that's right. Yeah, he lost to Dallas. Well, the Cowboys they won their first the road game yes. in uh, twenty five years. Yeah, that's right. That's when you know it's time. It's time to retire. Yeah, because that was his first loss in his career to the Cowboys. It was. That was his first loss to the Cowboys. Yep. Mm. I wonder. You know. You know the Dolphins were were obsessed with getting him there before, and I guess with Tua's injury, they can justify it by saying like, "All right, well, Tom can come in, and then Tua doesn't have to play." Or, I think I think it'd be a mistake by the Dolphins. By the Dolphins? Yeah, I think it'd be a mistake by the Dolphins. They're not winning a Super Bowl with Tom Brady, right? Like you're in. Well, I agree, but do they think they're going to win with Tua? Well, they, they, I mean, they're looking at it like we know we're not. We're not. First of all, Tua can't stay healthy. That that's the biggest thing, that, and that's that has to be what they're ultimately afraid of. I mean, he when he was healthy, he played well. His numbers they show he played well. But I mean, my goodness, man, either he can't protect himself when he gets tackled, or or he has become highly susceptible to brain injuries, to concussions. He had almost what three in one year, two yeah. in one year. Yeah. I mean, when he hits his head, he hits his head he hits hard. Him. Like I, I've never seen anything like it. I never seen anything like what happened in that Buffalo game, to the Cincinnati game, to what happened in the uh, Green Bay Packer game with Tua. Yeah. To where you're constantly, you, you don't break your fall. Like you, you go to the ground and your head just slams off the turf. Like that doesn't happen to every player. It was almost like he was a like a. 
like a, a dummy or a dog. Yeah, it's a rag doll. Yeah, yeah. 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 I know. Yeah. Yeah. Do I think two is ever going to stay healthy? No, I don't. I, I I worry about his health. I do. Yeah. Um, coming out of Alabama, it wasn't head injuries, but he couldn't stay healthy. He had the hip, he had the ankle, he had assorted injuries at Alabama. So he's yeah, undersized. But, but, but the head injuries are are what's what's going to make him retire. Yeah, yeah, not a a knee injury or an arm injury. It's it's the repetitive concussions that, for his own health, may be best for him to do. Yep, don't know. Well, Tom, but if you're Miami and Tom Brady's a free agent, that's a no brainer. If you're the Dolphins, who else are you going to get? Well, I guess if you're if you don't believe Tua is ever going to be the quarterback and you're ready to move on, then I guess for a one year fix, it does make sense. We got to have somebody to play. I mean, if it's not Brady, it's going to be somebody. Yep, not going to be Teddy Bridgewater, that's for sure. All right, top five five with Jack. What do you got, Jack? So this might have been the toughest top five of five I've ever had to put together, which is saying a lot because we put a lot of top fives together. There's been a lot of tough calls. You know, it's best tasting animal sticks out. <laughs> that um, was a fun one, yes. <laughs> happy 51st birthday to Scott Fransky. Oh. Turns 51 today. It had been uh, about 10 years since we had, you know, all-time, all-time Fransky calls, and it was a necessary time to re-rank Scott Fransky's best call. Number five, <laughs> number five, t- takes us back to 2007. Okay. Wow, five. going all the way back to 07? Final day of the year. They have a chance to uh, win oh, the division. And J-Roll does this. Here's the stretch, the kick, and the pitch. Swing and a line drive. Hit deep right field. Down into the corner. And this is in there for a base hit. Post scores. Rollins on his way into second. He's going to try for third. Here's the relay. And it is not in time. He got it. Triple number 20 for Jimmy Rollins here on the final day of the season. He has gotten to 20, 20, 20, and 20 in the most dramatic fashion. Five to one Phillies. Wow. I haven't, heard, I haven't heard that one in a while, I yeah, don't think. 20, 20, 20, and 20. Hold on. Home runs. Yes. Triples. Yes. Stolen bases. Yeah. Can't be RBIs. No, it's doubles. Doubles. Ah, oh, doubles. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which which is safe to say Jimmy Rollins got 20 doubles. It's, yeah. It's the yeah. 20 triples and the 20 yeah. home runs. That's, yeah, I couldn't figure out what the other 20 was. It's the doubles. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So, uh, you know, <laughs> it's a hell of a call. It's a hell of a call. And yes. actually, the TV that day, Wheeler, Chris Wheeler made the call instead of HK because it's the middle of the inning. So, yes. uh, you know, Fransky, you know, coming in number five. Uh, number four takes us back to uh, Roy Halladay's first start in the playoffs. Just about a quarter to eight, October the 6th, 2010, the first postseason game for Roy Halladay. He winds the 0-2. Swing and a dribbler out in front of the plate. Ruiz out to get it. The throw from his knees. It's in time, and it's a no-hitter. Unbelievable. Ruiz and Halliday embrace, and the Phillies again celebrate around Roy Halliday. 4 nothing. It's the second no-hitter in Major League postseason history here tonight at Citizens Bank Park. Mm. Hmm. It's a great one. That's another good one. I'm wondering, no I'm wondering where the new ones are, are going to make it their way onto the list, Jack. Well, here we are. Coming in at number three. <laughs> first playoff game back at Citizens Bank Park in a long time. Gave us this moment. Two on, one out. And the pitch. 
Swung on. Did it. Crushed. And the Phillies are going to lead it. Four to nothing. A three-run home run for Reese Hoskins. His first postseason home run. And he's sprinting around third base. What a moment here at Citizens Bank Park. Wow. Man. Is that the bat spike? That is oh, the yeah. bat spike. That's yeah, the bat right. spike. Yeah. Still, I listen. Obviously, number one is number one, but like, still, being there, it was, it was the loudest I'd heard. I mean, because it, it, it pent up uh, for a long time. I can go with that, yeah. And we had this, the stop double before it that got everyone going. Marsh, it was it. No, and they created. It was such a fast home run too. Like Francie couldn't even really set it up. Oh, it was yeah. a laser. <laughs> it was out so quickly, Holy but still, cow. still, yeah. the, the passion was there. And you can tell that was that was it. That. That reaction lets you know it was the first home game in over a decade at the bank. Yeah. Because that they erupted like we had just won the World Series. Right yeah. We, we getting a home yeah. playoff game was essentially yeah. winning the World Series. Yeah. So. Man, the, 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 there's nothing like Citizens Bank Park when the Phillies are good and you're in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Man. The second best call of Scott Fransky's career, which I never thought would be topped, but it did. Here's number two. Swing and a drive, right center field. This one is falling. It's a base hit. It'll go up the alley. Rutland will score. Ruiz around third. He is being waved home. The Phillies have won the ball game. Ruiz yes. slides. Rollins has won it. They stream out of the dugout. Yeah. Rollins by yeah. near third. This game is over as the Phillies Woo. strike again with two outs in the ninth inning. And they have a three games to one lead. Yeah, chills, goosebumps. Mm-hmm. You could easily do a top ten, but I know it's the top five. At yes, five. Oh. I do have a lot. I like, it was tough cutting it down to five. Yeah, because I mean, this year, I don't know, like, because those calls are so classic, like the Halliday no hitter, the Rollins walk off. You know, like the number five is really where you could have like the the, the debates about. <laughs> right. But yeah. I think it's called the triple. So cool. Oh, you I'm know, with you. There, twenty, yeah. twenty, and twenty. Yeah. Like it just it, it's different. So and you can tell by I. It, I the crowd also adds to the call. When like, they day, rose to the occasion, yeah. That day at Citizens Bank Park was like, yeah. you know, it was a frenzy. Yeah. It was basically the Braves game this year. Yes. Except in 07. Frenzy yep. is the exact word for it. But number one, we all know what it is. The best call of Scott Fransky's career happened this last postseason. Two balls, two strikes to Bryce Harper. Suarez delivers. Swing and a drive. Left field. It's deep. It's going. Yes. And it is gone. Yes. Yes. Bedlam at the bank as Bryce Harper has put the Phillies on top. Are you kidding me? His 10th career home run of the postseason. And he may never hit a bigger one. Mm. There you go. You hear it in his voice. Man. Man, that's a, that, that, that gets you going. Sorry, it gets me welling up in here, Jack Fritz, thinking about that home run. Wednesday. Wednesday, you know, we'll be that back down there reliving it all, I'm sure. So we'll, we'll have Scott on coming up later this week, Jack? No, he's ducking us again. Again? I know. Every year we go down there, he's like, oh, no, just kidding, leaving town. Don't worry, I'm sure when the rest of the shows yeah. are there. Yeah, he's coming back up here when we're headed down. Yeah, yeah. It's every time. It's every time. Hey, every year, we never. he's always avoiding us. Yeah. Well, happy, birth- happy birthday, Scott. Happy birthday, Scott. Yeah. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Appreciate uh, all your all your fine your, all your fine baseball work. And in LA, you can hear in the newer calls, Jack. You hear LA, yes, yes. Well, like, the, the biggest reaction we actually got from LA this year was on the uh, 
I'll just play it. But the JT, the JT homer down in Houston. You remember what it, when, what LA did then? No. JT waiting on the three-two. Garcia steps, kicks, and deals. And it swung on, hit well to right. Going back on it, Tucker to the track at the yeah. wall. He jumps. It's gone. Yeah. Yeah. JT with an opposite field home run just out of the reach of a leaping Kyle Tucker. And the Phillies take the lead here in the top of the 10th inning. 6-5, Phillies on top. Mm. He tried to keep it in. He said, get up. <laughs> get up. I remember where we were watching that ball. Mm-hmm. And we Houston. all do. Man. Yeah. Well, that was after a couple of those 32-ounce uh, White Claws or whatever I was drinking. Mm. All right, well, there you go. Guided during window, 20% off all windows and doors. No money down, up to three years to pay off. Interest-free. Call Guided during window today, 877-GO-GUIDA. Visit com. I love the way that, that that you are somewhat discreetly and somewhat not so discreetly getting everybody back into baseball mood. Well, slowly but surely. And, and like, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 yes. I felt not because I just did the, the Harper home run last yes, week. I yes. know. I know. <laughs> I, didn't, I forgot Francie's birthday was so close to the date that he signed. But at the we same can do time, it every week, Jack. Well, it's it <laughs> yes, still holds up. It doesn't get old. Don't worry. Yeah. yeah, believe me, we're not complaining about it. You're creative enough to find a way to play it every week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's yeah? When is when is Topper's birthday? So well, we can then we can hear his five biggest games. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, I know. Well, what's bad is that I was already planning in my head like before opening day. I got to do top five like looking back at the run, exactly. the top five moments of the run, which Bedlam at the Bank will be number one. Like so, it's it's we'll find a way to work it in once a week. I was gonna say. What would be interesting is how many times can we get the Bedlam at the Bank call onto a list? Yeah, I know. Well, I got to figure out best Jack sports calls in Philly sports history. <laughs> Where's that rank? Yeah, but you also like you don't want to offend some of the people out there. Well, and I don't want to. I don't mm. want to. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to overplay it so that it becomes like annoying to people because it right. is a great moment. You're not. You're not even close to being there yet. No, not yet. Not yet. Yeah, well, but it's nice. Like now we can replay the old clips and be like, ah, we have some new memories. Yes, we do. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, so the whole once again, we get it. The Rollins walk off. I know. Yeah, it, heard it, it a million times. We, That's we, good. That's a good one, though. It's a great one. It, it is good, time. but it, it's nice we can supplement it. Yeah, with, sure. Like, yes. you know, great moments since. Well, like, listen, we don't have to hear stairs goes deep into the night. Right, well, it was Joe Buck anyway. <laughs> we don't count that one. But that, that was a good call. Um, but it, 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 my childhood during rain delays because they hadn't won since 1980. I watched the same rain delay. Philly stuff that they put on during the rain delays for like, you know, 10 years straight. And yeah. Because they didn't make the playoffs. Well, they didn't signing Harper. Signing Harper was a, a yeah. staple in the last couple of years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now and we they, have this year's yearbook, which would be in there. Right. That's what I'm saying. Fresh material for the, the rain delays. If I could do best home runs by a left handed hitter in Philly's history. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's sure to be number one on the list. I think. I think. Well, there's some Howard ones, some Tommy ones. Sure, they got some good ones, but that'll be number one yeah, on the yeah. list. Well, at least not in the home runs in, in the World Series against the uh, Yankees. Yeah, yeah. You know, leading off game one of the World yeah, Series I'm in not, 08. I'm not so sure Tommy would make the top five. Oh, Tommy's 400th. Hmm. Okay, five. Hmm. Left hand oh, home runs. Oh, this might be tomorrow's <laughs> home so runs that, by left handed hitters. That means Chase and Howard only get one, and then Bryce. Yeah. And who else did you say? I don't know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like those, like those guys have to have more than one home run. Yeah, Don Brown. Don, oh man, that was a hell of a half season, Ike. Great, it was. I was, I was a Don Brown fan. Mm-hmm. Oh, stay, hold on, stairs. Yeah, stairs would, stairs would <laughs> certainly be. Stairs, over probably it. number two. 
Stairs would be over. Biggest Tomey. home runs by left-handed hitters in Philly's history. <laughs> Later he, this week. Greg Vuk, or, uh, Vukovic. What was his name? Uh, George Vukovic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Walk off against the Expos in 1980. Uh, whatever. I still remember where I was when that happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How's that? Take that for you. Jack doesn't know anything about sports before 2000. So, so right now, tweet Jack at Mark's Reese WIP with the best left-handed home runs. I mean, Steve Jeltz, Steve Jeltz had two home runs in the same game from True. both sides of the plate. That would go. have to be considered the left one. I have a signed jersey. So there you go. <laughs> that could be our Twitter question brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. If you're getting engaged, visit the home team. Best selection of diamond engagement rings to fit every budget. Mark-Jewelers.com. What's the biggest home run in Philly's history, Jack? Uh, obviously Harper's. They'd bedlam at the bank. You would think so. Although we had, uh, I remember Seltzer and I were doing post game that night, and I thought we'd get a nice sentimental moment with Howard Eskin. You know, of like, oh, what does this home run mean for the history of Phillies? And it's like, eh, he came on for basically 20 minutes saying it wasn't that big of a home run. Yeah, so. he, he didn't enjoy it like the rest of us. <laughs> he really met the moment, per usual. All right. Yep. Y'all better leave the king alone. No, it was like, well, he, well, he's, like a, he's, a, he's a historian, you know? Like, he, didn't I have, to, he didn't have joy for that, that I know, run because, because he, he was anti that run before it started. Yes, yes. He spent too much time around Joe Giglio at nights. That's I, I, <laughs> I would agree. I believe it's him. Topper's birthday is not till August, Jack, so you have to wait. Oh, we've got plenty of new memories right. by then. There you go. All right, let's get to Kenny from the Dirty 30. Kenny, how are you, buddy? What's going on? Guys, man, you know, for when Angelo was around, I couldn't start my day without checking in with him, and now I can't finish my day without checking in with you guys. Oh. It's a great thing. What's it. up, Kenny? Love it. What's up, Kenny? Good to talk to you, buddy. So, um, you guys know, I was listening to the start of your show. You know exactly how the conversation went with Nick Sirianni and um, – um, uh, Denard Wilson, you know exactly what happened. Just connect the dots. Denard Wilson coaches the D-backs, has their ear. And I know for a fact the D-backs were frustrated with this. Don't let anybody behind you and let everybody catch the ball in front of you defense. And who do they complain to? Their position coach. Mm-hmm. So Sirianni has said multiple times, he his defensive style is nobody gets behind you, no big plays, keep it all in front of you. And Gannon said the same thing. Gannon leaves. Sirianni goes in to talk to Wilson. He goes, I will stick around, but we are changing things up. No more of this letting guys catch these five-yard passes and get 15-yard gains. We're going to play more aggressive because we have the D-backs to do it. And Sirianni said, no, we're not. And he says, well, I'm done with you then because I cannot coach this defense and my players don't like the way you do it. I'm just, that's how I see it happening. Because if everybody liked him as a person, it had to be defensive philosophy. And Bernard knows his players and he stuck up for him. And Sirianni said, my way or the highway, so he's out. Well, I guess, I mean, listen, that without us having any firsthand knowledge, all theories are plausible, I'm assuming. And I guess any type of um, disharmony there, I, I'm, I'm just a little surprised that it had to be to the extent where you felt like there was a necessity to move on from the coach. That's what I'm a little surprised at from a team that's coming off of playing in the Super Bowl. You would have assumed that everybody, that the locker room, that the, everybody was on the same page. It was kumbaya with everybody down there. Right. Best, best culture, and everybody loves each other, and no egos. This stuff going on now, now you start to make you feel like, okay, well, maybe there was some ego in there somewhere. They just kind of, because it was working with that expression of the broke, don't fix it. He right. His mouth shut, and now right. the season's over. And look, Sirianni is a fiery Italian. I know because I'm one, too. And I could see Denard Wilson coming in and saying, look, son, 
things got to change here. And I could see Sirianni getting his back up and where he's Italian, those back hairs up. And that happened. Mm. Well, maybe so. that maybe Kenny, maybe that's why he ultimately didn't get the coordinating job is that he had different designs for what the Eagles wanted to do on defense. You know yeah, what I mean? I, and and that I could can guarantee it. Yeah. Right, yeah. but 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 also at least according to what Marcus Hayes is reporting, and it sounds it sounds fair and legitimate, which was that Wilson and Sirianni met, and Wilson assured him that he's going to cooperate with the new defensive coordinator, and Sirianni said, "No, I don't think it's going to work," and got rid of him. Right, like I I, I said it, it, it said it very simply earlier. You you just fired the the coach for the best secondary in football last year, right? Like I, I mean, that's essentially what the Eagles did. And he didn't want, and he didn't want to leave. At least that's what's being reported. At least that's what their side's saying. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. Well, yeah, we'll see. But um, I, I tell you, and I, listen, just the last thing I want to do, I'm going to blow some smoke up your ends here. Your your show, I've gotten to the point where I sit in my office at night working, and I replay it because it is a laugh out loud all day. Herb, Herb should have just his own show <laughs> and just, his own station. Just let him ramble for four hours, and he could, people can check in. Well, with he it. could easily do that. Yeah, I, I, that's what I mean. And you know, for forever, I'm still convinced it's Conklin. I mean, you've told me many times, John. It is. But, I, mean, uh, I just want to know what color the sky is in the planet that guy came from. Well, so, you know, I don't like really Tom Kelly. Right? Yeah, he's the best. Herb, if you're listening, you're the best, man. I hope to meet you one day. You're the best. All right, Kenny. All right, brother. All right, buddy. Appreciate it. Yeah, eventually, Jack, when we have a, a Marks and Reese mixer, Herb is going to have to be one of the get one of the, the VIP guests. Well, he's the MC. Yeah, yeah. He's going to have to give a pep talk to the a pep uh-huh. talk to the audience. <laughs> Someone actually, my my buddy Eric texted me and said that the Waze app should have Herb's voice giving directions. <laughs> should have a feature. I think a lot of people would like that. All right, coming up, we'll run through your phone calls. Marks and Reese text line. Hang tight. We'll get everybody. 215-592-9494. Marks and Reese back after this with all that right after this. Hey, listen, enjoy your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code MARKS. Receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odd specials. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Found out why? Find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. BetMGM. Everybody, please put hey. a thumb in the air. Marks and Reese. Sometimes no news is good news. That would not be the case with uh, Andrew Painter today, Jack Fritz. As we were hoping to get an update on uh, the Phillies' young prospect. But no news today, so maybe something tomorrow. Yeah, maybe the uh, the white smoke will leave the, uh, the Vatican tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get through your phone calls here, starting with T. Mark's the Resex line coming up here. T in Collegeville. T, how are you, buddy? What's going on? Hello, gentlemen. Thank you for putting me on the best show in the nation. Appreciate your time. Great show. Thank you, T. What's up, T? Good Appreciate it, brother. No problem. No problem. Uh, I, this ain't a final call. This is a, uh, you know, I'm just checking in. But um, maybe I have your ear now, Reese. Um, 
uh, with what has gone down with Denard Wilson and the defensive coordinator. And if I have you here, I would like to know if I get some information out of you. Uh, did you check in with uh, Demetrius Martin? And if you did, what did he say about uh, Christian Gonzalez? You know what? I have not had a chance to check in with him, T. But thank you for reminding me. I, I certainly am going to do that, though, yes. Because I'm just wondering, we got a, we got a defensive back hole, and if we get Gonzalez, does Demetrius Martin come with him? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying, you know, maybe you you know, you know can put that in a gear or something Okay, else. yes. I'm, listen, I'm, I'm sure he'd be happy about that, yeah, if there they could be a package deal. No, because honestly, man, when you look at it, and, and, and Marks, I, I don't know if you know any candidates that'll fill this role, but nope. um, it looks like we're in dire need of a defensive backs coach, and uh, I think that might, you know, fit apparently if if, if, I, if you think he is for the job. I don't know enough about Demetrius Mark, but I've got to ask you. Well, listen, <laughs> I'm not his agent, um, and I'm sure the, the ability to coach in the NFL he wouldn't necessarily snub his nose at. As a matter of fact, I think he's only been at uh, Oregon for two years, I believe. He was at Colorado for a couple of years. As a matter of fact, you know who else he coached under? He coached under Chip at UCLA. Well, hold on. Oh, is that right? Let's take, let's take that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I, think Chip, I think Chip retained him when he took over the UCLA job. Okay. Yeah, okay. I think he was already there. No, but honestly, though, man, I really, I'm really intrigued, um, and that's what I want to ask. Kid you. ran a four three T this weekend. Oh man, four three eight with a forty one X vertical, man. Yeah. So I'm intrigued by it, but I gotta ask you both, gentlemen, this: the situation we're in with the coaching staff defensively. Are you more intrigued or more concerned? Because me myself, I'm more intrigued. Yeah, I will say this: right. I, I, I haven't reached concern level because I don't think I've been I haven't been given a reason to reach concern level um with anything. I'm not I'm not going to dis um speak disparagingly about about the Psy. I don't know enough about him, right, quite honestly, to to speak in favor of him, to tell you how great he is or to tell you how bad he is. I just I don't know. Um we're more or less going off of how they came to this conclusion as to he would be the defensive coordinator when seemingly um, Denard Wilson was the favorite. Now, maybe he was never the favorite from the Eagles' standpoint. Right. This is just people around the building, around the team, sort of had the feeling, just like people did with Jonathan Gannon. You know, they got to remember, this staff has only been here two years. This isn't a staff that's been here five, six, seven years. The staff has been here two years, and a year ago, we didn't even know the staff. You even know certain coaches on the staff. So the players like Denard Wilson. I didn't hear other than other than, you know, Slay wanting to support him and, and CJ Gardner Johnson. I didn't hear anybody coming out being upset that Denard Wilson didn't get the job. Right. Yeah, those guys are being loyal to their coach and yeah. they love him and everything else, so they're going to speak up for him. But it, it it doesn't necessarily mean that other players are being like, "What the bleep, Eagles? What are you doing?" Right? Because like I, like I said about uh, Matt Patricia not necessarily having to coach Slay, everybody wasn't coached by Denard Wilson. Right. So the D line may not feel the same way that the secondary feels about Denard Wilson. The linebackers may not feel the same way. His his position players feel that way because they worked with him every day. 
They know him. They work with him every day. I saw this. I saw the, and, and I don't know if this if this will actually be the case. I don't know the guy's name, but whoever the assistant secondary coach was in Chicago and Desai was the DC there mm-hmm. was being talked about as being a potential candidate or replacement as a DB coach for the DB coach here. Oh. Okay. So, I guess. Yeah. That, like I like, yeah, knows. I don't really know these young guys, man. I, I don't. So I can't sit here and tell you such and such is going to be great. All you can do is go off of what they've done in their past. And then if we don't like what it looks like, we'll either choose to ignore it or we'll highlight it. Like everybody wants to tell me about the side. Well, he's had one coordinator job with Chicago and it wasn't that great. Year, yeah. Wasn't that great. Yeah, no idea. Oh, like, like, yeah, like I don't know what he is as a coach. Me neither. Don't know. Well, me neither. Anthony. I do know this. He won't have the players that Jonathan Gannon had last year. For sure. So he had better be able to do more with less. Yeah. So when everybody's talking about how great he is as a coordinator and this and any other, well, you need players. So if the defense is getting torched next season, nobody's going to want to hear how great Desai was somewhere else. Nope. I feel like I already know what the conversation is going to be like. Ike. Yep. Let's go to Anthony in Philly. Anthony, go ahead, buddy. How are you? Hey, man. How you guys doing? Right. Um, how you what's doing? up, Matt? I'm a long-time listener, first-time caller, and the reason why I'm calling in today is because I'm riding around with two of my daughters and my son, and I, I'm calling to prove the, to say something to them. I don't care about their about their popsicle music, I want to hear sports radio. We always in the car fighting over who's going to listen to what. I want to hear Mark and Reese talk about sports. I don't care about Taylor Swift. I don't care about, uh, what's his name, Harry Styles, Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande. I don't care about none of that. I want to hear Eagles. I want to hear Phillies, and I want to hear the Sixers. And right before I go, God damn it, can you hit me with well. some ice, please? Been drinking that Ike Man, juice. Snap. <laughs> Y'all have a great day. Thank you, Anthony. Right, appreciate Anthony. it. Wow. Appreciate it. I, I, I thought that, call, that call took a turn. I didn't realize it was taken. I thought he was oh, gonna... he's the first time caller. Sometimes they get excited. <laughs> it was great to talk. I thought he was going to complain about Herb. Right. No, 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 no. I turned on the air to hear you talk about the Eagles, and Herb was rambling for. <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> a lot of reaction from Herb's call today, Ike. It usually is. I feel, yeah. like, I feel like it's there's no more polar. I guess we have some polarizing callers. The fact that people can't find that funny, I think it's more of a you problem. I really do. I agree. I get calls back here like, "I got him off the air." I'm like, "No, you, you really not find this funny? Like, you have a bad yeah, sense of humor. You don't see the genius in this yeah. and what we're doing here, right? Yeah, I, I can't stop laughing while he's while we're on the air, dude. He said today that somehow in his brain, right. He thinks that he's going to go down and train with Joel Embiid. Right. Like, like, At the Sixers facility. Where else do you get that? Whirlpool. Well, uh, Whirlpool, uh, sauna. He meant hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> he meant hot tub. It's, it's, it's cold tub the to cold hot tub. tub, tub yeah, right. yeah, yes, that's what you man. Do. Come on, man. So, and, and, Jack, to your point, in his head, he, he really does. Yes. He really does, because there was somebody that he spoke to, or somebody somehow they, they came along that suge- somehow suggested something. I, I don't know. We don't know what they suggested, but this came from somewhere. Just like Dave Dombrowski told him, like, yeah, 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 come uh, see me back in Philly. And Herb was waiting to interview with Dave actually, Dombrowski. Yeah, he was yes. actually waiting. Well, he he was, told me what he. I don't know if you were here that day, but I think it was Thursday. He was getting a suit for the interview with Pete. 
oh. for, for driving a, the, the Chickies and Pete's bus. I was going to get a suit. Yeah, like, what do you, you, you don't need a suit for that. Oh, he dressed for the, 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 the dream no, job. He, no, he yeah. needs a suit. He's dressed to impress. He needs a, a suit, Jack. bus. Yeah. You're not going to wear a suit at any point in time during this job. No. You're going to be in your damn sweatsuit that you normally are in, which is which nice kids on. His running, yeah, is 5'7", uh, 250-pound yeah, frame. Do you believe he's 240? Oh, there's no way he's 240. <laughs> I don't know, man. There's not a lot of muscle there. Like, it's all just all concentrated in that one area. Because his legs are like. What area is that? The midsection. The midsection. He might be 240, huh? Because Boy, 5'7", I never. He's not 240. No, you think he's more? He's more than 240. I don't know. There's no muscle there. Like, muscle weighs more than, you know. I understand. He's too round to be 240 pounds. I don't care if he's 5'7". He's he's too round. He's no way he's 240. He may he may have won like five years ago. Gotten the scale, he's two forty. He's gotten bigger over the last year, Jack. I don't think he realizes how much he. Was. You think he's gonna be at McGurk's like he was last year? <laughs> yes. For for, for uh, town hall, I do. Yeah, he's got he's got to be there. He'll be there. And the difference is now he'll be signing autographs. Herb, he has, oh, yeah. he has quite a following. Yeah, his stock's gone up in the last year. Oh man, <laughs> all these callers have, including Justin in Tennessee. Who is new to Instagram? Oh, Mike Reese. Mm. I got a follow and a follow back from Justin in Tennessee. What's up, feller? What's happening, feller? How y'all doing, man? What are you doing? What's up, Justin? I just got off work, man. Been listening to y'all cracking up all evening, man. But the best part about the herb calls to me is when John just gets so tickled and he's slapping the table, and then I get tickled and he snorts and don't realize it. <laughs> I'm telling you, my, my coworkers look at me like I got a third eye growing out the back of my head because I get so tickled and just start laughing because I, I got these earbuds in and I'm listening. It's hilarious, man. I swear to God, it is. If you don't find Herb funny, then you need to just take another look at your life. I'm sorry, but you do, you do because it is hilarious. And the patience that you guys show. And John just leads him on. He's like, well, what about this, Herb? What about this? It's great. It is great, man. But, uh, Herb's a talent, but, that's for sure. He is. He is. The thing that I wanted to call about, I heard y'all talking about Travis Henry, and no, I, I don't I don't want Travis Henry unless it is like what I said. Derek, Derek Henry, but we know you, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, Derek. I, I don't want Travis Henry either. Travis Henry's an old Tennessee running back. Oh, uh, I know. <laughs> we know. Yes. He was on my fantasy football team at least twice. <laughs> sorry about that. Derek Henry. Yeah. But I do have two backs that I, I want y'all to think about, maybe in the later ends, if we can't get a Jamar Gibbs, or they don't want to take B. John Robinson in the first round. And that's Tyon Evans and Eric Gray. And both, I know y'all's going to say Tennessee bias. I can't help it. Yeah. Eric Gray's measurables, <laughs> I'm telling you, they're comparable to what Alvin Kamara had when he was at the combine. This kid catches the ball really well coming out of the backfield. The only thing with Gray is he is he's kind of like the same type as a, as a Kenny Gainwell. So I don't know if they would go for that. But I'm telling you, both those guys, I believe would be awesome in like the third to fourth round if you could get them there. Mm-hmm. And that would be great because like what we talked about last week, we don't really have a short yardage back. So if Trey Sermon could kind of make himself into that role, coming off the practice squad and, you know, mm-hmm. be, you know, four or five yard, four or five carries a game, something like that for short yardage and stuff. Because mm. if they're going to get rid of this quarterback push, we're going to need somebody like that. Right. We are. If they're going to outlaw that. But, uh, Johnny, I hope I hope everything's going all right for you, bud. Uh, I, I only reason I got on Instagram, Owen hollered at me, and he's like, John's doing a live Instagram. So I was like, well, let me see this. And he handed yeah. me his phone, I was watching it. And then I 
I, I gave you a holler, and I was like, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to get on Instagram just yeah. so I can watch Johnny's, Johnny's Instagram live thing. It, it's good, man. I, I, I hope everything's all right for you. But, hey, y'all had another great show, and I can't wait till y'all have like a Marks and Reese. Reese Mixer, man. That's, that's going to be awesome. Hopefully I can get up there to you that, because one day, boys, I know I keep saying it, but things are going to have to file right, but one day I'm going to get up there, and we're going to have a big old time. But All y'all right, have Justin. a good boys. I love y'all. I mean. All right, Justin. Love you, buddy. Absolutely. There he is. Yeah. He, he should, Jack, we should send Herb down to pick up Justin from Tennessee and well, drive I th- him back. I think management here should should pay for Justin to fly up here, for I sure. I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. To fly. Yeah, they're paying. You know, us to go to Florida for a couple of days. Get, 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 get hire Herb to I'm, drive down. I'm working, man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. What yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, about, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're working. That's a work day. <laughs> that is a work day. I'm working from uh one to one to six. Man, before that, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably before that. Yeah. In the morning, we'll be over there early. Let's get to the Marks and Reese text line brought to you by Mount Holly Nissan. New 2023s are arriving daily at Mount Holly Nissan, located minutes from everywhere, right there on Route 38. Online, MountHollyNissan.com. Text line. Text line. Text line. Text line. Ingi slowly working his way back into the top five callers. Jack in the producer's booth. Good call today. He's back. It was a good call today. <laughs> Best call he's had in a while. I don't remember what his content was, but he was, he was fired making, up. He was fired up. He's making some decent points, but like in an ingy way. In an ingy way. Now, like if you can, if you can decipher the code, the coding, and he talks with, he actually sometimes does make salient mm-hmm. points. Good, good ingy call today. All right, what's next? Well, my day is complete after getting my daily dose of Ingi. I just wanted to know where Ralph Mouth and Potsy fit into this defensive scheme. <laughs> Tom from Abington. Uh, well, because last week, what made me, what, what uh, you know, put up my red alert that Ingi might be getting on a hot streak was he was talking about how Red Auerbach's the reason why the Sixers can't beat the Celtics still. Right. Which is an, an interesting point. point that no one's brought up yet. It's a great point. Today he's saying, well, he's correct, too. That's why. Because he's correct about the Eagles passing defense not being that good because he got torched in the one game they played a real quarterback. Yep. This guy's a visionary, man. He's a visionary. Is. He's playing chess, Jack. We're just playing checkers. All right, what's next? OG Wade. Men don't act out of emotions. That's beta. Also, OG <laughs> Wade cries on air every time Jalen throws for more than 300 yards. And he said he cried, and he asked his dad, he said, Dad, what we going to do? He said his dad said, son, he said, all right, I'll call tomorrow. <laughs> Alex in Lancaster. Still one of the biggest shockers of the season. That phone call right there. Yeah. For beating the Giants in a regular season yeah. game. Yeah. Is that who that was after? Yeah, because the MVP chance are starting to That's right. Oh, run off the field. That's yeah. right. That's right. He was he was He was feeling it. Feeling good that day. Yeah, he was. I feel like he's my son. All right. What's next? They replaced me with Joey Dahmer. I bit her this weekend. Angelo in Chestnut Hill. Joey Dahmer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, I guess we could have came up with a different cannibal, but that's the one we picked. Yep. Yep. Joe Cameron butting his girlfriend in their sleep. Well, it's appropriate because Jeffrey Dahmer is on Netflix right now, so. Have you seen it? No. Me neither. Well, it's, it's, it's not even, it's I, like, I thought it was a documentary or like mm-hmm. a docuseries. It's not, right? Yeah, it's, it's just like actors. A, yeah. Yeah, I can't yeah, watch that. that one. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I could never watch the OJ. Me uh, neither. FX show. One of them is good, though. 
Which, Which one? one? What am I thinking about? I think it's the FX one. No? Did they do a 30 for 30? They did a 30 for 30 right around the time. It was right after they the did I think that's one. the one that I, I yeah, like. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, yeah. that's the one I like. Not the one with John Travolta playing. Right, and uh, the, the Friends guy. Yeah. Who? Right, yes. What's his name? I don't know. Ross? Was it Ross, Ross. and Friends? He's, Ross he's is Car- in it? Yeah, David, David Kardashian, I think. David Schwimmer was in it. Who was he? He was the Kardashian. He, he was Robert Kardashian. Was he Robert Kardashian? Yeah. David Schwimmer was? He was. Yeah. My goodness. They just made him look distinguished. That was terrible, and, yeah. Yeah, I'm out. That was terrible. That oh. was a weak one. Yeah, I'm yeah, out. The I'm adaptations out. of the, they usually don't. No. Yeah, I, I like the docu-series. Wait, yeah. I forget how many episodes they had of, of the OJ thing on ESPN. But five. That, it, it was, was a yeah, five-part. Yeah, it was awesome. yeah, a five-part. Yeah, like yeah, 30 for 30. I just watched the you guys, OJ trial. You guys watched that Murdoch? Uh, no, but yeah. I, I know the story. I didn't watch it. It was funny because I, I was following it. The first time I saw it was on Dateline. Yeah. And then I picked up on it afterwards through the regular news. And then they try to put it back on Dateline for updates. But now there's a whole three – there's a three-part thing on Netflix. <laughs> of course. Yeah, that is. everybody's watching. Yeah, it was yes. great. I think they realized people were fascinated by it. Yeah, people are fascinated by those stories. Well, rich well, people. Well, I mean, they, Jesus. Yeah, people – yeah, yeah I, I got a family with the people in tuxedos and, and acres of land they own. Hey, and, off this kid and his yeah, wife. the wife and son gets killed. Yeah. Yeah, it's a – That's a damn – Salacious story. Movie of the week. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly is. And, they, I mean, the trial's going on right now. Well, it's oh. over now. Is it over? Yeah. I don't well, want to spoil it. Well, he hasn't been it. sentenced. Right, right, Yeah. He's found guilty. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah, he clearly did it. Well, he <laughs> said he said he wasn't there, and then video had him there. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. And, and then when you say the only thing I lied about. Was being there. Was being there, yeah, yeah when they were actually killed. Yeah, there's yeah, a reason why you lied about that. Buddy. Yeah, what does that mean? Yeah. You only, lie, oh, you only lied about that. Oh, okay. I believe you. Yeah. Never mind. All right, any more, Jack? The camera bites his girlfriend, and Hugh wants to date a witch. What the hell's going on with this new lineup? <laughs> Mike in Lancaster. What's the deal with Hugh wanting to date a witch? And I got reports uh, on Twitter today that he's talking about wanting to date a witch because I think Rogers wants to. And he kinda... Or he is dating a witch. Aaron Rogers yeah. dating a witch. And he was like, you know what? Good idea. <laughs> Is Aaron Rodgers really – hold on, what am I talking about? He's dating somebody who does what, worships people or – So the the old the old blue – I don't know if it's a it's a new one, but the old um, – whoever the, the earth blue was uh, – fancied herself as a, as a witch. Blue of earth. So I, what does that entail and what does that mean? I, I'm not entirely sure, but I remember them talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So I guess maybe there's a new witch that's on the radar. Let me tell you, man, if they don't get away from Aaron Rodgers fast. Yep. First of all, he can infect the rest of the team with this nonsense. Eating mushrooms, drinking blood. Yeah, where does it go from here? Smoking weed. Like, Joins I mean, the Jets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of Jets. Yeah. By the way, give him more <laughs> give him more weed and keep him out of the other stuff. Dude, there'd be nothing more Jets than trading for this guy. Yeah. And he's yeah. just completely done. Yeah. Gut, gut. Got the uh, the draft picks that you have, and you pay sixty million dollars in salary yeah. for him. Because you know the the Jets fans like got We'd be saying the same thing. Of course we would. <laughs> and then he gets there, and it's like, hold on, no, it's like, hold on, this guy's out of his mind. Um, he would fit in down there. I'd go to Tampa. Eventually, Bruce Arians is gonna be back in charge. 
Uh, no risk it, no biscuit. No biscuit, no risk it. Offense will be back in. That'd be fun with Chuck us, it deep forever. Yeah. Yeah. Bruce Arians will be back down there calling plays in a minute. Tom Brady goes back to Miami. <laughs> Bruce Arians is back. Yeah, Brady's back in Miami. Mm. Awesome. Let's go to Sean in Baltimore. What's up, Sean? How are you, buddy? What's up, guys? I'm doing good. Yo, real quick before I make my Derek Henry point, I just wanted to say uh, Jack and John, both you guys on CBS this weekend, was a great listen. Um, some guy called in and told Jack he's a complete idiot for being 28 years old and talking about college basketball, and then he agreed with him like five seconds later. And John... You talked about college basketball, Jack? Well, no, I had, a, I had a take of like the NCAA tournament is so great that it makes up for regular season college basketball being dead. Like it doesn't matter. Right. Because the tournament's so like it's it's so intriguing. Right. Well, it's it's yeah. correct. Yeah, I don't yeah, care. You're absolutely correct. Yeah, I don't care. I I I love the tournament. I don't watch any but regular season basketball. But it was anyway. just funny because the guy was like, "What the hell? You're 28. What do you know about college basketball?" And then he agreed with him like five seconds later. But and then John, um, you're totally correct for breaking up with that girl on the phone instead of driving down to Virginia. Would have done the same thing. Um, yeah. And then as far as the um, Derrick Henry thing, so we don't need to trade for him, obviously. But if we do. I'd be willing to do a Slay and a third rounder. I know a third rounder is a lot, but Slay and a third rounder for Derrick Henry and get Malik Willis to back up Jalen Hurts. He'd be a cheap backup, similar skill set. That's a great idea. <laughs> um, but it'd be a cheap backup, and um, you get rid of that uh, salary cap too. And then I think isn't Derrick Henry just on a one year? He's got one year last year of his contract. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you take him for one year. You not really run it back, but you try to make another run at the Super Bowl. And then um, I think you save seven million by trading uh, Slay for Henry. Yeah, yeah. So, so they, they don't want they don't want Slay. I Jack can propose the trade or whatever. Why would they want Darius Slay, a thirty two year old corner that's that has a twenty six million dollar cap hit? Or even if you're paying seventeen million dollars or whatever, I mean, maybe they would want them. I don't know. I, I don't know how that's that's any value to them. They want draft picks to get it. But well, if you get Aaron Rodgers, you would need him. Um. Well, yeah, sure. Yeah. If if they were if they were looking at things differently and trying well, to well, if win you get Aaron Rodgers, year. you're trying to win right now. Yeah. We'll see if they do. Um. Paul Northeast Philly. Paul, thirty seconds. Go. That's all I get. Thirty seconds. All right. Or you get go. no seconds. What's up, Paul? What's up, what's up, Ike? Man, give me some Ike juice. Hook him up, Jack. They must have been drinking that Ike juice. All right, real fast. Listen, even though Jack, I normally don't agree with Jack a lot, but listen, I take I take Derrick Henry for one year. He He's going to be Allegari a bunch like we did in 2017. <laughs> I'm just saying, what y'all think about that? Look, look, I'll let some of defense go. And bring that boy in here, run it behind our big boys up front. With Jalen, too. And with AJ. Mm-hmm. And Devontae. Mm-hmm. And got it. What? Let's Man. go, baby. But what are you giving up to get him? I'm giving up because um, they're white. I'm giving up. <laughs> Free agent. Free agent. Well, he's a free then, agent, so you can't trade him. He's not under yeah, contract. Basically, want him for nothing. Yeah. Well. well okay. So then, who else do we have? We're, like, we're asking you. <laughs> no, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm just saying, yo. Listen, for 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 a one year deal, how much is he making a year? He's making what, ten, like, ten million, ten million dollars now. He's making ten million dollars a year. Okay. He's making so ten million. We got to tell you, he's making ten million dollars next year. Then he's a free agent. 
And I don't know if there's any cap implications after that because there's like dummy years on the end of it. So I don't know. Well, they wouldn't take Slade back just for the simple fact you you're adding seven million to, to, to Tennessee's. Uh, yeah, they don't want payroll. They, they want to shed cap. They don't <laughs> want to add se- salary cap. Yeah. Who's the better chance of getting traded this offseason, Alshon or Kaiser White? <laughs> Alshon. Alshon. All right, good, good, good. Alshon for sure. Coming up next, we have Bill Matz and Devin Caney. Little DK? How about that? The dynamic duo. Little, little, little BM and DK? I am, yeah, I'm uh, I'm very interested in hearing them on the ride. Now, BM has several different meanings to it. BM? Yeah. Bowel movement. That's one of them. Yeah, baby mama. Baby mama. Yeah, there you go. Big man. Bill Matz. Big man, Bill Matz. Coming up next, bowel movement. I mean, Bill Matz <laughs> and Devin Caney. Should be a good ride home. Yeah, it'll be a good ride home. Everybody have a great night. We'll talk to you tomorrow. See you. Listen, Winter Blues, they're almost behind us uh, all around Philly. We can't wait to get out there and be more active. Uh, Just what the doctor ordered, right? But your achy joints don't agree. It's time to do something about it, folks. Stop the steroids. Stop the surgery talk. There's a better way to get lasting relief, and it's with QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in in, uh, regenerative medicine. This exciting approach uses healing properties from your own body, highly concentrated, then places directly into your achy joints so it can repair and restore that damaged tissue and get you moving again without pain. So if you have knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain, hip pain, the patient satisfaction reports are incredible. There's absolutely no downtime. So the old ways of dealing with joint pain, they're out. The new ways are in. So if they're telling you you need surgery before you do it, call QC Kinetics and learn more about this popular all-natural alternative treatment to get lasting pain relief without surgery or drugs. The call is free. The consultation is free. They will get you in as soon as possible. Call them today, 215-999-3000. Free consultation, 215-999-3000. QC Kinetics, call now, 215-999-3000.